Did you know that in Mass Effect 3, there is a special cameo appearance by real astronaut Buzz Aldrin? You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos, and opinions, make sure you visit the XboxHub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy, and open your ears to some podcast delights. Hello, welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast, episode 174. My name's Gareth Briley. I'm your host, and on my virtual left, Mr. Darren Edwards. How are you doing, Darren? Hello, good afternoon. I'm very well. How are you, Gareth? I'm very good. It's, uh, it's evening, Darren. I don't want to correct you earlier. Uh, <laughs> if it's still light, I like to think it's afternoon. You're I'm absolutely right. I'm being stuff, terrible. Yeah. You're absolutely <laughs> right. Um, on my virtual right is Mr. Paul Renshaw. How are you Paul? I'm doing all right, Gareth. Thank you very much. Um, I, I know it's evening because it's past six o'clock. Yeah. So, yeah, D- Darren's talking nonsense. Don't listen to him. <laughs> oh, poor Darren. Darren just hangs up and goes. I thought Paul was going to crack a joke about, like, the London smog or something. You missed an opportunity there, Paul. No, quite no, 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 no. I love London. Above oh, such things, aren't you? Yeah. Good. Absolutely. Um, on my virtual opposite is Mr. Neil Watson. How you doing, Neil? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Very good, very good. On this nice summer's evening, let's say what we've what have we been doing this week, uh, Darren? Um, not an awful lot, really. Uh, been working, back to work with a bang, but we did finish the uh, Disney series Secret Invasion. I think it was last week. Um, not long. I think we watched it not long after we recorded the podcast, actually. Um, so for those who are still with Marvel, and I know the numbers are dwindling, um, this is the latest series on Disney Plus, which follows Nick Fury from, I think he was last in Captain Marvel um, after the Avengers as well. Maybe Avengers was more recent, but he's not been in it for a little while. So he basically is trying to track down the Skrulls because there's a like a splinter group that uh, decided that they're going to, uh, rather than trying to live harmoniously alongside the humans, they're going to try and wipe them all out. So six-part series. Um, had quite a bit of promise, but I've got to say it fell a bit flat for me. And the final episode was really anticlimactic. I, I thought it was, I don't say this often, but I thought it was bad. Like, it was really bad. Um, so, yeah, other than that, um, we haven't watched much else or had time to do much else because we've been working. So not much fun for me, really. Oh, I've heard it's not going to be great. It's got a bit disappointing. Mm, yeah, it was. It was just flat, which is a shame, really, because yeah. Samuel L. Jackson's brilliant, but he can't carry the whole thing by himself. What are they going to do how, with this, Marvel? How many stars? That's the question. How many? Uh, four and a half for me, Paul, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I, I don't pay for Disney nonsense. Can... No, but I was just curious as to what you would have given it, Darren. I would have overall, I would have given it a two and a half, but I would have given the finale a two at best. Oh, I think oh. it was it was anticlimactic. We watched uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three because that's on Disney at the moment. I really enjoyed that. Thought it was great. That is good. Really yeah, good. You all seen it? You see, it's really good, isn't it? It's really mm, nice. Really and, enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, and kind of it's quite warm as well, isn't it? And fun and comedy and some, yeah, it's got everything. It's great. Is it better it's, than the first uh, two? It's on a par, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, 
I watched I like 10 minutes film. of the first one and then got bored. And that's all I watched. Not for you. Good. No, uh, no, no. <laughs> yes, no. It, it has a story and stuff, so you it, won't there was, be interested. There was like a raccoon dancing or something. And I thought, oh, yeah, I don't want this. You don't want... No, nobody you, wants you to dance their raccoon. There. Yeah. No. there you go. Um, no. Paul, what about you? Has your week been better than Darren's? Um, it's been more eventful, I think it's fair to say. Um you guys are sniggering away already. I shared a photograph Never. with you guys of of a roof with a hole in it um, because due to the unique way that our company is uh, organised, the, the boss has now... When, when I went to Manchester, I was told that there was going to be a certain wall that was not going to be knocked down under any circumstances. So I've run all of my network cables up this wall and then he went back the week later and said, no, actually, I'm going to take this wall out as well. So, yeah, I'm back up there doing all of the work again. But part of this work was tracing where some cables went and I was shimmying across some rafters, as you do. Um, Laura Croft. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I, I managed to get all the way to the end where I could find my cables and check where they went and everything. And then I must have just got cocky or something because I turned around and came back and my foot slipped off one of these rafters and straight through the roof of the reception office. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> luckily it was only one leg, but then I kind of <laughs> fell over. So I've I've bruised my hip and I've bruised my arm and I've bruised my side where I landed across the rafters. Um, so yeah, that was uh, entertaining. But you know, you know what they say: where there's blame, there's a claim. So uh, we'll see what happens. I, I, I went into the office today and the big boss just saw me and went, "Don't worry about that roof. Those tiles aren't too expensive. We'll just take it out your wages." I was like, "You what?" <laughs> oh, safety first and all oh, that. yeah absolutely so wow. yeah that's that's been pretty much it although today i did have some good news um one of the guys at work came to me and said have you seen this and speaking of guardians of the galaxy lego are now making a model of venomized groot so you Ooh. can have baby groot transforming into the symbiote it looks amazing so that's my Christmas present sorted out. I just need to tell the wife. Good. Neil will love that. Yeah. He will. Know, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Neil, Neil's all about the Lego and the Guardian. Paul just fed off things for the next six months. <laughs> well, I guarantee he will. Honestly, I don't. I don't think that I can do it. It's. It's definitely a young man's game, clambering around on roofs and shimmying across uh, all these rafters and trying not to put your foot through the. Plasterboard ceiling. Didn't, yeah. the, didn't the health and safety guy fall off something last time? Or something happened? Uh, no, I, I, I no, fell off the sizzle last time. Oh, yeah. And um, the health and safety guy about wet himself laughing. Oh, yeah. There you go. Good. I think you should start I, uh, delegating, Paul. Yeah. Any, anything kind of higher than two foot off the ground, just say, no, nah, this isn't for me. Do you know what? I, I'm, I'm starting to think that, to be fair. Anything that involves physical exertion and uh, working at height. Is is not not my forte. I've decided. Good. I thought, um, judging by the pictures, you were auditioning for a Spider-Man role or something. Because you were always <laughs> up in the corner. I was like, somewhere. You you just it's ridiculous, mate. I'm just. But oh. the thing is, it's so dirty up there because nobody's been up there for years. So the rafters are about six inch deep in dust, and oh. it's quite slippery. 
So yeah, it was a zoop smash. Oops, a daisy. Wow. Yeah. Good. So anyway, yeah, I'm I'm all right though. Thanks for your concern. Good, 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 good. I'm glad. Still don't know what you do for a living, but it's good. Right, Neil. <laughs> it's IT. IT <laughs> yeah. If you say know. that, we don't know. We don't believe it. Neil. Climbing ladders. That's what he does. <laughs> Up and down the ladders all day long. <laughs> uh, what's your week been like, Neil? Um, I've had a decent week, thanks. Um, we went over to the Isle of Wight um, earlier on in the week to pick one of the children up. They've been staying out there with the grandparents. Um, chucked it down all day. Ferries were cancelled. Ferries were delayed. Ferries broke. Um, but we got out there. We got wet. We came home. and It was all right. Um, standard Isle of Wight stuff, really. Um, other than that, I've literally just had a barbecue. I've got a sausage sat in front of me. I really want to eat it. Um, I don't think you're going to let me, are you? No. No. <laughs> no. It's going to sit here for an hour. Yeah. Oh, it'll be all congealed yeah. and manky. You need to eat yeah. it now. Just eat it no. while Gary's talking. Well, Nobody actually, we're going to be doing anyway. a sort of like the best RPGs. <laughs> what's oh, yeah. You, have, you can eat yeah. it there because you haven't, you haven't played anything. So yeah, that's good. That's right. cool. You're good. Um, good. I, now, this is, for, this is for Neil. This is me persuading Neil. Paul, it's not for you. Uh, Darren, it will be for you. I went to the theatre on Monday. I went to the National Theatre, our National Theatre, and I saw <laughs> very expensive ticket. I saw Dear England, and if you don't know what Dear England is, Dear England's a play, um, mm. and it's a play about Gareth Southgate, and it's about the England football team, and oh, it's nice. about from when he joined all the way up to the World Cup last in November, and. Uh, and it's about, you know, it's about the penalty, of course, about him missing the penalty back in 2000, 1996 and about the sort of like the sphere of penalties and about what happened in that in that changing room. And um, so it was what happened with that kind of mentality of England because England was always losing games. So it's all about that and about, you know, um, about the team. And it's got great reviews. It's really hard to get a ticket. I think we got the last one on the Monday. And then it is coming to the West End after transfer now after it finishes run and it's coming up from October so it'll be on for quite a while there and it stars Joseph Fiennes Fiennes and um, it's good so Neil I'm yes, convincing I... you yes to go and get a ticket because you're a big football fan but also I think you and Gemma should go I'm not paying for it okay over Christmas okay. <laughs> <laughs> can, can we pop into yours for a, a cup yeah, of coffee on the way yeah you can I'll come and meet okay. you yeah, okay. I think you've oh, definitely oh, got oh, to do we'll it. come and meet you. So, so I asked, can we pop into yours? Yeah, I'll come and meet you. So we're not actually allowed in your house. <laughs> you can come. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll have to meet you somewhere else. Yeah, yeah? in an alleyway. Yeah. Can, can I ask, actually, um, yeah. was Southgate anything to do with it? Did he have any input and stuff, do you know? I don't know, actually. That's a really good point. I don't know. I'd love to know if he's seen it. I know a lot of football people have seen it. Like, a lot of the talk sport people have seen it. They've all gone. They've talked about it. I don't know yeah. if there's some of the He must have seen it. He must have seen it. And Joseph Fine does a brilliant version of him as well. He's very good at it. You know? But it's great. There's a there's a guy, actor who does Harry Kane. He's just unbelievable. Very funny. But then quite <laughs> moving. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah, it's it's definitely worth watching. It's quite hopeful and jolly. It's like, it's, it's fun more than anything else. Yeah. So yeah, definitely see it. Anyone. Okay. I'll, I'll go and see it on your yeah, recommendation you. and your pain. Yeah. Brilliant. No. And he's paying and buying you a coffee. I heard. Yeah. So, there you go. At the London price is the coffee's probably as much as the theatre. <laughs> oh my God. You wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, good. There you go. We're going to talk about games because we've got a big game that 
Paul's going to start with that we've all played um, and he's really enjoyed but tell us what the game is Paul the game Gareth is called Atlas Fallen and it's produced by well it was made by Deck 13 and published by Focus Interactive Um, I don't know if you've played any of Deck 13's other games they did the Surge Mm. you played that one I have yeah yeah so very good developer I've enjoyed their games before and this one is just it's fantastic. I know you're going to get all snotty about it and sniffy, and but as as a game where you can just get lost in the world and run around and fight things, it's it, I really really enjoyed it enough so that I had to sit there and finish it. I couldn't not finish the game. I had to uh, get my son in to help me because uh, obviously being a twelve year old gaming ninja. His reflexes are a lot better than mine. Um, but the, so uh, he the completed plot, it then, not you. Yeah. No, 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 I completed it. I just had to get him in to help with certain battles. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the, the co-op gameplay is brilliant. You can play the whole thing in co-op if you want to. Um, and I've played it with my son, like I say, and I've played it with Darren. Um, and even, I mean, Darren was having a good time, weren't you, Darren? I yeah, as I say, I wanted to spend more time. <laughs> with so yeah, so convincing. But I know that I, Gareth didn't like it, so let's uh, not say anything uh, to upset him. I'm getting ready to play diplomat referee as I normally do, but genuinely, <laughs> I enjoyed it. I wasn't wowed by it or knocked off my seat by it, but I I want to spend more time with it. Mm. You you need to get into it deeper because the start of it is quite good. <laughs> but as you get stronger and you get new abilities, and then you get the bigger fights. It's it's very entertaining. I really enjoyed it. What have you given it, Paul? Um, I have given it four and a half, Gareth. <laughs> hey! Hey! Oh, oh. We, we love a four and a half. Nobody else. <laughs> I could give it a five because it wasn't perfect. There were some weird things. The camera had some very peculiar moments. There's there's enemies in the game called tail whippers, and they're basically flying beasties. And trying to fight those with the camera locked on, it was just like epilepsy central. So, uh, yeah, it's it's not perfect. It couldn't have a five, but it was very very enjoyable. In, in when you when football happens, sometimes they retire a number in a game in honor of that player. I think we should retire the four point five. In order of oh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know, if, if there was a four point two five, I would have had that. But Neil is against it for some reason. It'll be on percentages before you know it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, good, Paul. You really loved it. Let's talk to Darren. Darren, what, what was your thoughts? So I played. Um, it was about a couple of hours, wasn't it, Paul? That we were on. Yeah, yeah. Um, and one thing I did like about it was the the kind of world design, like Paul said. So. As it starts to open up, you can kind of see where you need to travel. So I do like a game where you get like those vistas and you can kind of go, oh, yeah, that thing over in the distance, yeah, you need to get to that. A bit like Breath of the Wild and mm. stuff, that type of thing. So that's something that really appealed to me. Um, I thought overall it looked it looked pretty good as well um, in, in terms of like visuals and stuff. Um, so I, it's terrible, though, because I, I've started so many games and not finished them in the nature of wanting to play games and having to work and stuff. And uh, it's one I do want to go back to and, and finish though. So I'd like to jump on with Paul and play a bit more. Um, but I've got a couple of questions for Paul. Firstly, yep. go ahead, how long would you say roughly is the solo campaign, like the story campaign? Um, 
how long did it, I am I'm, I might not be the best person to ask for this because I am one of those guys who will get every single side mission going and then go mm, and do it before like I do the main thing. Um, but I think if uh, I had a look on the Xbox, I checked it when I was um, doing the review. I think I put 35 hours into it. Wow, okay. So, yeah, wow. it's, it's a big campaign and there's a lot of stuff to do. I mean, that was me then just saying, well, I've got to finish it now. I've still got mm. a load of side quests left to finish. Yeah. So, yeah, there's there's a lot to do, mate. Oh, well, that's good because I was I wasn't expecting it to be that that long. To be fair, um, sorry, Gaffy. No, I, I think the main story they said. I think for the developers said it's if you do the main story, it's about like twenty twenty five without doing all the side stuff. You got yeah, it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Um, and the other question was because obviously you finished the main campaign. Is there a lot to do afterwards, like New Game Plus, if you like? Is there anything no. that kind of unlocks to keep you going, or is that it? No, that's basically it. If when mm-hmm. when I finished it. It then you watch the credits. It puts you back just before the final fight, so then you can go off and finish all the side missions that you didn't do. There isn't yeah. a new game plus, sadly. Uh, okay, fair enough. Paul, sorry, Darren. Go I was going to say I might have a, a job convincing to jump back on, but um, I might. Uh, no, I've, 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 I'm still playing it. So oh, I mean, cool. okay, that's cool. I've got I've got sort of maybe two thirds of the achievements, so there's still a lot to do. So. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll let you know. Let me know, my friend. Paul, descri- I'll be there. I'll be there for you, does. Describe a bit of the gameplay for us. So we know you've got some fighting. <coughs> some there is fighting. There is sliding. There is That's basically fun. the game is the exploration part of it is great. When you're on sand, instead of running, you can slide. So it's like you're skiing. Um, there's also extra moves you can unlock where you can raise things from the sand. You can jump into the air and dash and as you upgrade it you get further dashes on top um so exploring and looking around is great there's so many things to find out in the wilderness um and the combat is it's really really good it takes a minute or two to recalibrate your mind because every other game i've played when you see a red flash it always means that the attack that's coming isn't able to be blocked but in this game, it's the opposite. So if you see a red flash when the enemy attacks, oh, that's you right. can you parry can. it. Yeah, yeah. 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 If you see a blue attack, you can't. So you've got to remember that because it's the other way around to every other game. But parrying enemies, if you parry them successively, it then crystallizes them and you get a lot more chance to do more damage. There's massive shatter attacks. There's new weapons to find and unlock. There's new armor sets to find and upgrade. There's there's lots and lots of things to do. I've really enjoyed it. Oh, I was going to say, um, the combat is good. And because it's at risk of getting a bit kind of slashy, the the tiered combat, as Paul says, like because you, your weapon will change as you like um, rack up um, like experience and stuff. Um, so, yeah, and then it's a bit like... Um, bit like charging it and then it will slowly die back down and then you can unlock all sorts of like the shatter attacks are really impressive to watch and fun to to um pull off actually uh, and the crystallizing effect is really good as well so i thought the combat i thought it was a, a good way to get around the fact that it might get a bit stale if you're just walking around slashing people with two or three different buttons to press good there you go and uh, neil do you agree with all that uh, no not really um 
<laughs> is that because you've only done the tutorial? See, I've only played, I don't know, an hour of it maybe, um, a little bit more maybe. Um, and from what I've seen, I think the premise is really good. I, I think the, the combat looks brilliant. I think that will be really good. Um, the sand, I'd like to call it sand surfing pool. Is that all right? Is, That's fine, mate. Sand surfing, whatever you want. Yeah, I, I think I think the sand surfing looks superb. I think those are the two main elements I think are really going for it, like properly going for it. My issue was with the cutscenes, the lip syncing, the slight early Xbox One early visuals. Mm. Um, yeah, I just couldn't get over those. Yeah, mm. I think the first, I, I think my thing as well, I think the first hour is really tough. And it's like, you've got to, you've got to sort your game out from the first hour. I know what they want to do. They want to save that sand stuff until an hour in and go, well, look at this, this is the world. But I think you've got to get that right. And the story isn't great. The voice acting is strange. And it's, I, thought the, I thought the voice acting was fine. It's fine, but it doesn't... It's not, yeah. it doesn't but, but, but the, the lip yeah. syncing stuff was, yeah. was really off for me anyway. But it's not... In, what's the, the, in the early moments. What's the story about, Neil? Oh, I don't know. No, no, no idea. No idea. No. <laughs> but, but then you can, you can ask me I can ask about you that. any game. Yeah. I wouldn't have a clue. No. Um, I went and watched a film. I don't even know what the film was called that I watched the other week. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the story was about in that. So, yeah, don't talk to me about stories. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can explain the story if needs be, but I, d I don't think it matters to be honest. I think the game is strong enough. Well, it does in an RPG. This is my thing. I think you've got to hook you straight away with that. You've got to go. Oh, this is exciting. We're here. Who we are? These are these people. This is what we're doing. It does that, and I think that's my only problem. I think I agree with everything else you said. I think when you get out into the world, it's fun, and it's it's kind of the sand stuff, and the fighting's fun. But that's got to it's got to it's got to grab you. And I, for me. It didn't grab me straight away. Um, is it because there wasn't enough walking? <laughs> no, there's lots of walking. It just <laughs> wasn't enough. Too much walking. I think no, the no, no. There's running and there's sliding, but there's not. Very I think the problem is I'm playing because I'm playing. Also, I'm playing. I've just finished Final Fantasy 16 at the same time, which is a very different beast. But it's an RPG with a, a kind of a much more upgraded story <laughs> and visuals and everything else. But it's it was quite hard to play those two at the same time um, because especially that first hour I think it just felt quite stodgy and a bit but I agree with you when you get into the world and explore and slide around and fight things that's fun that's that fun bit it, and it for me it just I was really looking forward to this from what I saw earlier on in the trailers and the first bits of oh, game some of the trailers are outstanding yeah. <clears throat> and they it, really are how far did you get in it, Gareth? Where did you get? I've done to? about three hours, I think. I'm sort of sanded so you, around and then barely kind of scratched it. Yeah, absolutely. But it's not hooking me to go back. But I will go back. I will go back. I definitely. Well, if if you need assistance, let me know. Yeah. Yeah, I'll jump in as well. There you go. Brilliant. There you go. We'll see. Day three. Oh, yeah. saying, Can't wait for that. Saying that Pete, you can. It is very much drop in, drop out, isn't it? So you absolutely, can yeah. At any point, yeah. Right? yeah. 
if I couldn't beat a boss, I got my son to just log out of whatever he was doing, come and join in, help me beat the boss, and then he logged out again. Like, slip him a fiver. Yeah, yeah. I, need like, I, don't, I don't need to slip him a fiver. He's just, you know, he likes to feel superior to his old man. So. Uh, um, but please read Paul's review. It's on the site. It should be um, now. It should be when you're listening to this. So have a read yeah, yeah. and uh, and get it and get involved in some what am i saying get involved play the game if you get like involved. it yeah get involved yeah. Um, don't don't, don't yeah. listen to Gareth. competition yeah. it's don't, great don't listen to me <laughs> paul loves it four and a half from paul what else do you expect um neil what's your what's the game from you <laughs> oh you're so honestly uh, 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 can i can i just say he has given something else a four and a half. Oh, my God. As well. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That was also very good. I'll talk about that in a minute. If okay. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I shouldn't have jumped in. Good grief. <laughs> uh, Neil, what have you got? What's your game? Um, I'd like to talk about Marble It Up Ultra. Now, um, do you remember Marble Blast Ultra from back in 2006? Yeah. Uh, early Xbox Live Arcade game. It was like the game to be playing on the xbox live arcade on the on the 360 um you're a marble you roll around you get to end goals in in the fastest time possible um it's just really super addictive um there's loads of love for that game and the same people behind it are releasing marble up ultra i think it's out next week my review is live as you're listening to this um, would you like to know what the score is? is yes, four, please. Is it four, and four and a half? I'm on tenterhooks. Yeah, I might have given it a four and a half out of five. You know? <laughs> oh, no. We're, we're retiring that number. I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll go with 4.55 out of five. So, um, yeah. But anyway, I've given Marble Up Ultra a four and a half out of five. It's just as addictive as Marble Blast Ultra back in the day. Um, there's loads of levels. Probably probably just over 100 levels, um, some which are unlockable depending on how well you do in previous levels. So you've got to get bronze, silver and gold medals to unlock later ones. It's just really good. It's just so addictive. And once you get some friends on the leaderboard and you can see that you can shave off a millisecond or two to get above them on that leaderboard, there's, no, there's nothing better. There really isn't. Um, but yeah, it's really good. Multiplayer as well. Not quite so taken on the multiplayer side of things. It just feels to me not not tacked on. It's well done. Um, there's different game modes like Sumo, which is a king of the hill. Uh, you've got a, a football game, which plays very much like Rocket League, really, apart from you're a marble. And so it's slightly more difficult to push a ball with a ball, which is a bit weird. Um and then gem hunts and stuff like that as well. Uh, but yeah, as a single player game, really, really good. If you liked, liked um, Marble Blast Ultra back in the day, this is a, a no brainer, really. Oh, okay, good. Um, I, I did like the Marble game. I liked the Marbles game from years and years ago, back in our day, sort of spectrums. Yeah, kind of I, I, I've always had a love for kind of Marble games like Marble Madness initially, and then. I was massively addicted to Cooler World on PS1, but whenever that was, um, I'm still slightly annoyed with myself. I sold my copy of Cooler World for like 100 and 
it's 112 quid um maybe 15 years ago and it doesn't ever reach that price every now and then i look on ebay and whatever and it's not reaching that price but i just wish i had the I sound a bit like Darren here. I wish I had a physical copy of Kudu World. <laughs> <laughs> go back. Always go back. Always I, I go phys- back. I hate physical copies, but that's the <laughs> one game that I'd really like a physical copy of now. But, uh, yeah, so, so yeah, anything like that, Marvel Madness or um, Kudu World or Marvel Blast, you'll like this one. Great, thank question, you. Neil. Cool. If you don't mind. Did you ever What's that, sorry? I have a question for you, if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Do you ever play Super Monkey Ball? Is it similar to that? Um, ish, yeah. I, I played, what was the most recent Super Monkey Ball um, that came out been, maybe 18 months ago? Blitz or something? I yeah, say, I couldn't really get on with that one. Um, oh, really? But a, a Monkey Ball from years ago, I'm guessing it's a little bit like that, yeah. But, mm. but you are basically just trying to complete these levels as quickly as you can and once you've completed it you want to do it quicker and then you want to look for a shortcut and then you want to yeah. look for a jump that shouldn't be a jump etc etc there's um yeah, yeah there's one level on there the gold medal is i don't know 30 seconds or something i was doing it just over that um uh, first place on the leaderboard is four seconds so what's <laughs> what's nice once of course you, it was <laughs> yeah exactly it's there's cross play as well between PC and Xbox and whatnot, so mm-hmm. that's where those ones come from. Um, but once you get the gold medal, you can watch a race replay of um, some of the faster times, so you can work out what they've been doing, so you can try oh, and replicate cool. it, which is quite well, nice. Yeah, but you have to get the gold medal first to to open that up, which is pretty neat. Good, yeah. thanks, Neil. Um, Darren, what's your game? Uh, so I haven't had time to play many games um, and I spoke a bit about it last week. So I'm going to go back to Sea Horizon. Um, so for those who weren't listening last week, this is a roguelike RPG and it has um, dice and card board game elements. It's a bit of a mishmash. So <clears throat> it looks a bit like a Sea of Thieves vibe um, when you first look at it. And essentially, it's one of those like hexagonal grid maps every time you, you go on a run uh, or, or play a mission, if you like. Um, and you have to get from uh, where you start to your objective um, and you can traverse the high seas in your ship and then you can kind of jump off on islands and explore. Um, and at first I thought, oh, OK, then looks looks all right. I'll give it a go. And I found myself getting quite absorbed on it and I probably played it more than I needed to to gather my full thoughts of the review. But a bit like Paul with Atlas Fallen. I just kind of was like, yeah, I want to, I keep wanting to play the next mission. I want to see exactly what it's got to offer. And I really enjoyed my time with it, I must say. And considering it, it hasn't done anything new to break ground, but it, but what it does do, it does really well. So when you're going off to the story is pretty kind of standard and mythical stuff. It's just an excuse to go around fighting, fighting baddies really. But when you hit them on the hexagonal map, you go into a turn-based battle scenario and in your hand or your deck, you'll have five cards and you can choose when to use them. But they're powered by rolling certain elements. So a card may be two of one element, one of another. Depending on the dice rolls, you'll have enough to use that skill or not. Uh, and, it, and it's turn-based, so you can play an adventure mode where there's about, I think it's about seven or eight different classes. So like Priest, uh, Wanderer, which is a bit like an assassin. Uh, you've got uh, a Paladin as well. So there's all different types and they all have their own story. And they all have their own unique skills and weapons. And you can play through all of them 
which is solo. But then there's another couple of modes. There's dungeon mode where you can choose a team of three and fight through this dungeon, which has got multiple floors. Or there's a third mode, which is exploration, where you get a huge map and you can go for the objective or you can roam around and find treasure chests and loot and all sorts. But you've got to manage your hunger and your health. And if you start starving, you'll lose health, etc. So it's a bit of a risk reward type strategy. But on the flip side of that, if you don't fight and level up enough and, and, and tool up enough for the boss battle, you won't have a hope in hell of doing it because there's a massive difficulty spike when it comes to the boss battles and that may put some people off. One boss battle, I was trying for two hours solid, changing my build in terms of cards and weapons, um, and I managed to manage to get it eventually. But yeah, it, it can be really punishingly difficult in parts, which may put some people off. Um, but I really enjoyed it, and I'm going to await the, the key question on, on what I gave it. What did you give what it? What did you give it, Darren? I Darren, gave what it did a, you give it? I gave it a four out of five, so oh. not quite a four and a half. Um, but it let us down. Yeah, I'm sorry. Four and a half will live to fight another day. Um, but it, I'd recommend it. It's only like 12.49 as well. So if you're into that kind of strategy stuff, you could do a lot worse. It's really well done. And it's considering you can play as loads of different classes and there's loads of different skills, it's quite well balanced, I think, overall as well. So give it a look. Don't dismiss it. Brilliant. Thank you, Darren. Um, I'm going to talk about the game I've played. Ah, I'm going to talk about the bright lights of Threatloff. Threatloff? I'm going to say Sletlov. It's a made-up town. It's a, it's a made-up town anyway, so I can say what I like. Sletlov. Um, this fictional town is based on one of the real towns. It's set in the USSR, in um, if you don't know what USSR is, on old Russia in the 1980s. So it, it goes across time, starts about 1981, and it goes all the way to 1989. And it's in a small industrial town, and basically it's a family who are in this small flat in this in this kind of like massive kind of like um, estate really like an estate equivalent here and you're just living through their lives first of all um, you're doing daily tasks around the house like uh, it might be wallpapering <laughs> the bedroom for your daughter it might be putting the washing out it might be putting the stew on and then the next Day would happen but underneath it there's a kind of story about this family and about what they're doing this the father's being investigated by the kgb and the mother isn't very well and the daughter is sort of like rebelling against everything really about the change in russia but also about her family and then there's a secret there that's happened that relates to the mother not being very well in this flat that's revealed at the end i've got to say of course um, which is really shocking and like, and it's based on a real thing that happened there, and which makes it even more shocking. Um, but it's there's a lot of these little games that I've seen to review a lot of, which are basically like little short stories. In a, you know, you finish it in two hours. You kind of just walk around doing these tasks, walk here, walk there, listen to the story, and you know, I think this game is six quid or something. And I, I really like. There's quite a few of these games like this, and I quite like them. I really, I really enjoyed that. I think I gave this a three and a half. I thought it was really well told. It was a really interesting story about part in history that I knew not that much about. Um, yeah, and I, I kind of, I think I rate those kind of, kind of games. Just tell these stories. They do something really different. Minimal gameplay for people. Work, no combat. Just walking here and there, picking things up, trying to solve maybe little puzzles. 
But yeah, it's good. The bright lights are flat off. I've changed it again. Um, but give it a go if you want something the last a couple of hours. There we go. Um, Paul, what's your next uh, 4.5 game? <laughs> Do you know what? Now you're being so snotty about it. I'm not actually going to tell you about that game. You can get that. Go I'm on, going to Paul. talk about a game that I am current. Uh, actually, am I allowed to talk about a game I am currently playing, Neil? That little East Asia soft one. Uh, yes, Paul, you, you are allowed. Yes. I, I can talk about thank, that. Thank Good. you for checking. No worries. I thought I'd best. Darren would just crack on. Just... <laughs> uh, absolutely. Blah, I know what blah, Darren's blah, like. Blah, blah, blah. Doesn't do yeah. last 10 minute segment and then not realise. Yeah. That's well, yeah. anyway, now that I've gotten the go ahead from the boss, yeah. the game I'm playing at the minute is called Reverie Sweet As Edition. And the best way to describe it is. I, do, I know you guys are old enough to remember um, Legend of Zelda um, on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. Imagine that, but constructed by, I'm not sure where the developers are from. It's either New Zealand or Australia. So it's, it's very, very strange. You're wandering around dungeons, you find the boss key, you find little secrets and everything else. But running through it all, there's this whole sort of thread of southern hemisphere-ness where, you know, it's like we're going surfing and chuck a shrimp on the barbie and, you know, you can go to the hot springs because it's quiet because a gang of Aussies came through and all this stuff. So it's a very interesting little game. I'm quite enjoying it so far. Um, so you'll just have to keep your eyes peeled for a for an upcoming review but mm. uh, yeah it's um it's appealing to my nostalgia so far oh good 4.5 uh, i couldn't possibly say i <laughs> no, haven't written the review yet okay good um 4.75 <laughs> i just like the way he said it's like really weird come from australia Come yeah. on, what a weird Aust- place Australia, Australia is. is. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know if it is Australia or if it's New Zealand. I'd have to double check. Oh, they don't quite... mind getting mixed up. They love it. No, <laughs> they, they, they really don't. I know they don't. So <laughs> apologies to before. any. <laughs> Listen, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not. No. No. Don't tempt me. No. Um. Yeah, I think probably I'm just going to stop there before I can yeah. pull. Yeah, move, on. <laughs> move on, move on, quick. Eric, would you like to hear about my game? Quick? I'd love to hear about your last game you can talk about. You just pick one of them. Uh, my other one is uh, Koa and the Five Pirates of Mara. Uh, this is another weird little game, um, which is it's, it's kind of linked with the old um, Marble It Up game, really, because it's just a series of time trials. Uh, you play as a girl called Koa, She's got a friend that does absolutely nothing during the game apart from just sits there behind her and every now and then comes up with a cutscene and goes, huh? and that's it. Um, but she runs around. She meets a load of pirates. She has to um, run through a series of time trials in order to get some map pieces, which then unlock more islands and more levels, etc., etc. Bosses at the end of each one, blah de blah de blah um, it's really colourful. It it plays pretty well. There's problems with depth, um, so it's not it's not a side scroller. It's not a whatever it is. It's, it's, it's very 3D. It's very open world. Um, 
but you can't always tell where you're jumping to and that in a platformer is a bit of a problem especially when you've got things chasing you and you're running into the screen you know like uh, crash bandicoot back in the day and stuff like that um when you don't know where you're jumping to is 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 a bit of an issue uh but aside from that it's quite good fun it's only i don't know maybe six hours long if you go and collect um all the bits and pieces there's a load of upgrades and stuff you can do but they don't do an awful lot um but yeah it's it's an all right game that i gave uh i think i gave a three and a half out of five to oh okay good i've had a look at it now it just looked like a game i've played a thousand times before but yeah, yeah, it's 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 very um, kind of 1990s open world kind of adventurous type thing. But but yeah, there's there's nothing that really stands out. But it's just kind of a, a fun, mindless run, really. Mm. And again, like I say, it's, it's it's just a series of time trials, so you can just repeat them over and over again, trying to to better your times if you feel the need. Yeah, but yeah, it's all right. It's all right. All right. Good. Thank you, Neil. Um, Dan, you haven't got another game. Um, that's okay. There's no, there's no pressure. Don't worry. Just, <laughs> just do some more work next time. You can. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Harsh. Um, I had another game, but I'm going to talk. I'm going to read briefly before we move on. It's just, um, I went on the, on the PlayStation this month. The free game of the month is Dreams that came out a couple of years ago on the PS4. And I oh, went yeah. on to Dreams. Now, when I, I think I got Dreams. I think I might have bought it first of all and then got rid of it like I do. Um, but, of course, there was nothing being made. The idea is that you make games and then you share them on this kind of community. Of course, there's been loads of stuff being made for this thing. And they're advertised at the moment. This thing called Tren is their big thing, T-R-E-N, which is like a, like a model train set track that is like again you could do time attacks and you know it's got you like you've got a model of train with all the tracks like around a living room and you have to kind of um accelerate and go around corners pick up things in a certain time it's brilliant you could buy that on its own but there's so many games there that people have made it's really good some of them are like little things that might only take you 20 minutes but some of the longer it's amazing what people have done it's uh, so if you've got the free game of the month and you've got the subscription for the thing, it's just worth having to go back to Dreams and see what's out there. I had loads of fun the other day. Yeah, um, I find it interesting that of the the games that are free with PlayStation, you chose that rather than PGA Tour. God, God, don't want to do PGA Tour. Oh, no, it's not the it's not, it's not the I latest golf one. Well, and, and I thought that looks dreadful, so I went no, PGA Tour. Get that, get that. I think you'll find some good stuff in there. Do it, especially the trend. I think you'll really like the trend one. Get it. Um, <laughs> this is your your uh, thingy, is it? Yeah, this is your recommendation, recommendation for me? You'll like you. this, Paul. It's a game for you. Yeah, you'll like that. <laughs> um, play it in VR. No, nah, we won't talk. About Nobody VR. likes VR, Neil. No, no, that's what we found oh, out. Um, let's just talk before we go into. We haven't got many news stories, but we're going to talk briefly about. Now, I I'm going to rerun in this. Uh, this is the start of it. It's going to cause diversion, but I basically I've asked all the Xbox Hub team for our best RPG games on the Xbox itself. Now, I put together a list of 10 games. That, that didn't you, include very many real RPGs. Only, I'll just point only that Paul out. had a problem with this. Um, but they're my list. It's my choice. So, uh, And then we did a voting system on it from all the reviewers. Some people haven't even played them. Not look at anyone. Um, and uh, <laughs> we've got a top... I've got it down to a top five of 
of the game, which we're going to announce are our top five Xbox Hub team RPGs. Um, I don't think I'll go through the ten list of what we had before. I just do the top five. Um, and I sausage. Yeah, you can eat your sausage while I do this. We could just chat about briefly <laughs> whether we think it's there. So number five from our, from our results is, he says, desperately trying to look for it at the same time, Elden Ring comes in at number five. Oh, how is that number oh, five? That, the Travis bit. <laughs> <laughs> It's we know it's a brilliant game. Best game of the year last year. Yeah, that was. But there's some big hitters here to go against. You know, some nostalgia games here. But Elden Ring comes in at number five. At number four is the Fallout series. So these are the games that you can play on Fallout at the moment. These include the Fallout Four, include that terrible six seventy six one it's called, and the Fallout Three, which you can go backwards compatible. So Fallout is at number four. At number three is The Witcher Three. That was the thing. And number two is Skyrim. And what do you think number one is? Uh, Skyrim? Is yeah. it Persona 5? It's not Persona 5. That's not even in the list. No, I know, Assassin's but it's going to be. Say it again. <laughs> it better not Assassin's be Assassin's Creed. No. It's the Mass Effect mm. games, Mass Effect trilogy. Oh, no. Yeah. That was by a long shot. The rest of them were quite That's equal. Wow. Nonsense. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's the top ones. Darren, first of all, what do you think about this, first of all? Uh, well, I will shock you, and this isn't my specialist genre, to oh. be fair. Um, but I am surprised that Elden Ring is fifth, considering all the hype, mainly from Paul, uh, in the past <laughs> few months. <laughs> no, in all fairness. Gareth's played it as well. <laughs> no, I've played it as well. Yeah. In, in all fairness, uh, it did do very well, both critically and with the gaming community. So I'm surprised at that. I'm also surprised that Skyrim was beaten by Mass Effect, to be fair. Um, because I played a lot of Oblivion, less of Skyrim, uh, but I remember being blown away when by both those games. Um, so, yeah, I, it's not what I would have predicted, I must say. Yeah. Um, Neil, is that what you would have predicted? <laughs> you're not going to have me there. No, no you're next, Paul. You're next. I'm finished with you. I've not played Elden Ring. What was fourth? Um, Fallout, the Fallout series. Oh, I don't. I played 20 minutes of a Fallout ages ago. Thought this isn't for me. I can't stand this. Um, third, I've forgotten the list. The, the, the Witcher Three. The Witcher Three. The Witcher. Um, yeah, that, that feels about right for The Witcher. Um, again, not played a lot of it, and it was buggy as hell when it first released. But um, I understand it's absolutely fine now. So that feels about right. Skyrim is Skyrim. I'd expect that to be top three of any list that's not driving i suppose um and then mass effect i played the first one through to completion mm. i played the second one i think through to completion and i got wow. bored of the third one and didn't touch andromeda hmm. um so yeah so that seems fair to me yeah. i know there's there's a lot of love for mass effect and especially the first two games i, I thought were really really good so yeah we'll stick them up there and yeah. um yeah, maybe if you ask us again in 10 years' time, I would not be surprised, and you will be asking us in 10 years' time mm. when we're on episode whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and this sausage is still yeah. sitting here in front of me waiting to be eaten. Um, yeah, I would suspect that Elden Ring would probably move up that list mm. as their old whack. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think it would be one of those... 
those games that people look back on very fondly. And we might have a Starfield in there as well. We don't know. Oh yeah, but yeah. but yeah, that's that's gonna flop, isn't it? Yeah, so it would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Paul, what's your thoughts on that list? Because my you... thought is the list of games that you gave us to choose from didn't include very many actual <laughs> RPGs. The, no Persona the, games, no Final Fantasy well, games. Well, Final Fantasy, you know. there's Final Fantasy on the Xbox. There's only one Final Fantasy game, and it's the. Uh, the one with the, bo- the boys what in the car. About, you've got Final Fantasy VII in there, not the remake yes. one. You've got you haven't got the remake, but you've got Final Fantasy VII, eight, nine, ten, yeah, eleven. No, no, it's all right. Well, not eleven. Sorry, I'm, 12, I'm sort of thinking of stuff that we can play. Thirteen. Recently. I'm thinking of new generation stuff mostly. That's yeah, 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 yeah. So um, I think The Witcher is a load of nonsense. <laughs> I didn't like that at all. Um, I love the books. I love the TV series, but I just didn't get on with the game. Uh, Elden Ring should be a lot higher up. Shut your face. Um, <laughs> and Mass Effect should be a lot lower down because yeah. I just I didn't enjoy that very much. Um, you, but yeah, I wish you'd I wish you'd put some actual you, um, you RPGs. Upset, in you, you still upset about Diablo? The only one person who liked it with you. And, well, yeah, <laughs> because Diablo is a great game. And you lot are a bunch of Philistines. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is the whole Xbox Hub team, not just Paul. Paul was very upset. Uh, Persona I didn't include because it's my list and I don't I don't like playing a game as a, a teenager in a in a school. <laughs> it's only because you can't remember what it's like being a teenager in a school. <laughs> it, it was all black and white in there. It just feels wrong. It just feels very wrong. It doesn't feel right. Um Yes, that's the list. So I think that's good. We'll put that up. And like we said, we're, I think I'm going to do FPS next. And we'll go from there. Ah, uh, that's right. Oh, yeah. I have to get my, my list of 10. But make sure you don't include any like Call of Duties or Battlefields or anything, yeah? So yeah. just go for the really obscure ones that nobody's ever heard of. Can, can you also do a Best Aliens <laughs> game, just for Paul? Yeah, just for Paul. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did yeah a, we we did the best sure. 4.5 games. It would, have the, it would have to be the Alien Trilogy on the PlayStation 1. That's the best Aliens game. Uh, um, no, it's not. I'm not going to be going into that. Um, Isolation. Yeah, yeah. Isolation. Save wow. that for another time. Let's just quickly look at some news. Um, would you believe there's a new Call of Duty game coming out? And no way! Yeah, no chance. It's coming out after they've got. They've been quite funny about their leaks. I mean, they leaked it. I think they were pretty waiting to announce it at the games thing, but it's all been leaked and now they've done a trailer for it and it's coming out November the 10th or the 11th I think as usual and they've got a little trailer and there's a villain back we all know none of us are really cod people I've played most of them but I can never remember any of it but there's a, a villain in this trailer you can watch it now anywhere you like um, the villain's called something <laughs> people will know who he is <laughs> it looks good and you have to shoot him yeah uh, yeah I think people are worried that it feels like because it's, you know, normally they do something else after Modern Warfare 2 was last year and they normally go somewhere else like, I don't know, World War 2 or do something else. But they've gone and people are, I think, worried that it'd just be like a bit of DLC from the last game. That's their feeling. But yeah. um, Do we get it free if this deal comes through on the, on the game on the, on Game Pass? Is it going to go through by November? Well, they're looking at October is when it comes through. Yeah, but maybe. Um, no. Um, last bits of news: There's Red Dead Redemption's got a re-release. It's not the remake that people were hoping for. Um, it's just a re-release on the PS4 and Nintendo Switch. It's already on Xbox, so you don't have to worry about that. 
Um, because it is still it's backwardly compatible on the Xbox, yeah, isn't it? You, yeah, exactly, you can yeah. play the 360 version. Yeah. So yeah, non non the the Switch and PlayStation Store versions will cost fifty dollars, uh, which is attracted some controversy. It must be said. Yeah. Why? Can I ask why? Um, I've no idea, but apparently uh, they've come. Rockstar come out and said that's about right in terms of price. Um, I can't remember exactly how they phrased it, but it was kind of like, yeah, that that's about where it should be. Um, what, because I'm what guessing are you can't them to give it away for free or something, or, or what? Well, I mean, fifty dollars is a lot for a game that came out what fifteen years ago. Yeah, but not when it's not been released before. If it wasn't on the Switch before, then it's it's the new game essentially. Yeah, I don't see any any issues with that at all. Was I it not? Was it never released on the PS4 either? I don't understand the PS4 thing because it must have been on the PS. It was on oh, PS3. Oh yeah, PS3, right. Yeah, and yeah, due to Sony's unique way of not doing backward compatibility properly, I'm guessing you can't play it. I'm surprised, but yeah, that's yeah. why. So I, I, yeah, I think it's a bit steep personally because it's an, it's a, there's a, and there's also a sequel out. So for people to go and play the original, I don't think. Fifty dollars is a particularly attractive price tag. They'll just play the second one, but that's just yeah. They don't have to buy it, Darren. They don't have to buy it. No, and they probably won't. No, it's another weird Rockstar move after the whole trilogy thing that was as buggy as hell. It just feels that they're a bit up and down at the minute. But they have come up with this. Sorry, Paul, go on. But I was just going to say you could always buy an Xbox and then get a copy from CEX for about three quid. So physical copies, everyone. Physical copy. That's where that's the way the market's going. <laughs> or don't go back. <laughs> um, the also the Grand Theft Auto boss was in an interview, and they they put their financial projections for the year, and they projected that they're going to make three billion pounds between three literally three billion pounds, I think, between twenty twenty for 2025, April 2024 to March 2025. So that made everyone go. I think the journalists were asked, is this GTA 6 you're asking about? He went, no, no. Well, no, he didn't say no. He said something really interesting. He just said something like, uh, maybe. <laughs> something very interesting. Like, this is just in our, this is just in our statement. And obviously it is that because that's where their money comes from. Their three billion pounds, where they're expected to come from. So it does make people go, okay. He's, he's he said it without, you know, he said it deliberately as well. They they know what they're doing with that. It's, it feels awesome. like that's going to be. When do we reckon that might come? Do you reckon it will be next year? I'm going to be said between twenty four and twenty five. Twenty five. They were always a, they, they always had the same release date, didn't they? I think they did it with. They always sort of like went for with the GTAs. I think it was like a May release date, wasn't it? They did it for years like that. Maybe I'm making that up. Yeah. I don't care Maybe about GTAs. I, no, I really don't. I, I, would, I just, you know. Do you know what the budget yeah, is? I wouldn't, do you know I wouldn't bu- have thought it would be. Sorry, Karen. Do you know what the budget is for that game so far? It's, no for, it's at least $20. <laughs> <laughs> One billion pounds. But if you use that billion to make three, then it's not a bad business, then, is it? It makes complete sense, yeah. I'm sorry, Neil, what were you going to say? I have absolutely no idea. Something about the release date? Uh, Oh, yeah. I'd be very surprised if we see it um, in the next 12 months. Possibly end of next year, maybe, I think. I agree. Yeah, like um, the holiday season 2024. 
Yeah, kind of early early December. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you reckon we get a trailer um, this year? At uh, some point. Yeah. yeah. You get. You get. You'll definitely get a trailer. Yeah. Good. We we'll don't worry about that. <laughs> we can confirm. Oh, we're, we're, we're making you one, Carol. Yes. Uh, that's the title of the podcast. We can confirm that we are trailer at some point. <laughs> on, the, on the topic of um, physical editions, I saw a rumor that they're working on a, a discless Xbox Series X as well. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Mm. You know, because there's some people who say developing for Series S and X causes problems for some developers mm-hmm. because of the power under the console. Um, there's rumours that they're going to be releasing a, a discless Xbox Series X, which uh, obviously I think is a poor move, but who knows? Yeah, I don't see the point in that, to be fair. I'd no. buy one. I know you <laughs> That's because it's new and shiny, so therefore you'd buy well, it. Yeah, yeah, but no, I would buy it. I'm, I'm still... I'm, I'm disappointed that I look at my PlayStation and it's got a drive on the side of it when I really wanted the discless one of those, but I couldn't get it at the time. Um, and that, that slightly annoyed me. But yeah, I, I was quite happy to yeah, snap up a discless Series X. There you go. Um, good. <laughs> good. I, only because... How are yeah, we getting on with that PSVR? I, I, only, <laughs> only, only because I have no idea when I last put a disc in my Xbox. And... My PS5, I put Horizon, the disc in, the day I bought it, and I've never used it. Yeah. I what, don't need it. The PS5? Oh. No, no, the drive. The drive oh, right. I don't need it. It's not needed. So yeah, that's go. why I'd have a, a disc with We watch yeah. Blu-rays and stuff on our Xbox. And yeah, like I had to watch uh, John Wick on it the, the weekend. So I'd rather not watch it. You'd rather not watch John Wick? <laughs> John Wick's the great film. <laughs> I'd rather not watch it. I like that. And anger. Um, it's a simple solution. Just don't watch don't it. Watch it. <laughs> don't watch it. Um, don't watch it then. <laughs> gentlemen, what are we looking forward to next week? Uh, Neil, what are you looking forward to? Oh, we're to? going. Yeah, we're going to go. I've got to go. I've got a meeting. It's not oh, time to go yet. Yeah? Me, I've got a meeting. Oh. Um, oh, what are you looking forward to? We're having... Uh... Uh, VR chat for a half no, hour. I, thought we were, I was looking forward to the VR chat. Uh, we're yeah. not. Oh, well, next time, Paul. As just we say on you. question time, our hour is up. We could talk about this again and again. Oh, but... nice, Darren. Yeah, I like that. It's good. Um, Paul, <laughs> what are you looking forward to next week? I've gone off, Neil. Go on, tell us. Oh, you've gone off, Neil, now, <laughs> yeah, have you? Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to Everspace 2, mm, which right. is coming out uh, onto Game Pass. So that's something to look forward to. Are you reviewing um, that for us? Uh, yes, it would appear so. Ah, good. Um, oh, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, four and a, four and a half out of five. They, they want a high score for Metal <laughs> Score. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, basically, there's that, and I've got to go back to Manchester again next week. So uh, yeah, that'll be even more fun. I'm going to be keeping my feet firmly on the ground, though. I think. Good, Darren. What are you? What are you looking forward to? Cool. Oh, I do worry about you, Paul. Um, I'm looking <laughs> forward to playing Stray because I missed out uh, when it was released on PlayStation to, uh, because I just didn't have time to play it properly. Me um, too. And I'm not really looking forward to going to the cinema after this podcast because Ryan's dragging me to go and see The Meg 2, which <laughs> debuted 0% critic on Rotten Tomatoes, but I think it's had a few, I think it's about 30% now, but he wants to go, so, you know, what is a relationship if not about making sacrifices? So there we go. God. Darren, if you want to ditch him off and come around mine, I've got plenty of sausages. <laughs> Have you? There's an offer for you. <laughs> wow. I mean, you know, I thought I'd take over, but if you're offering, wow. <laughs> wow. How I can you recall? Mine for a portion of sausage. My goodness. 
<laughs> I was going to ask you what you're looking forward to next week, Neil, but now I know. Yeah, I've, got, I've got plenty <laughs> to look forward to now. Yeah. <laughs> um, see you in a I'm, couple of hours. I, I, I'm also looking forward to Everspace 2 and Stray. You've played Stray, then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Good. I'm still looking forward to seeing it on Xbox. I'm probably going to play it, but I'm looking forward still. to seeing it there. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I liked Stray. It was all right. Yeah. yeah. Um, good, gentlemen, thank you very much. Um, now, if we need to get hold of you, where do we get hold of you, Paul? Um, I am on X and Threads, and my handle, if it is still a handle, I don't know, is at Xbox Hub, Paul. <laughs> I have no idea if, this, if it's... If what about Instagram? What happened to Instagram? Work? Are you still on that? Yes, but I've still not put any pictures on it. I'm not quite sure what to put up there. That's the time. I mean, full frontal seems a bit, you know, passe, but (laughs) I've just, you know, it's a bit weird. Yeah, don't put that on there. I'm going to say, let's not do that. Um, Your roof pictures up as if you were Spider Man. That'll get some attention. Yeah, I'll do that. Next time I'm up there, take a Um, picture for the the gram. (laughs) Darren, where can we get you on normal things? Oh dear! Um, I'm on uh, Twitter and my handle. No, you're not. Twitter so doesn't Darren. exist anymore. I am. I am. You're not. Twitter's it's not Twitter. Twitter. Paul, Twitter. Paul, yeah. let's listen to Darren's thing so we know where he is. Where are you from, Darren? Uh, I, <laughs> where are you from, Darren? <laughs> I haven't heard his thing again. There he is. <laughs> Unbelievable. They're, they're going to make you listen to on purpose, guys. We're going to keep doing this. I, again. It's good. I, 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 I've, I've muted them. It's all right. They're off again. <laughs> should, we, should we go for it? <laughs> go for it. I've muted, muted them now. Third time lucky, does Go for it. All right. Come on, everyone. So my handle on Twitter is at 27 <laughs> And Neil, where can we get you? Uh, I'm on Instagram. Neil Prince free. That's what you need. That's all we need. Good. Thank you, gentlemen. What uh, about you? Oh, you can find me at GB Brody at Twitter, Twitch, and all the rest of the things. But now, I've got to get to a meeting. But thank you very much. Bye. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Yeah, bye. Bye. You've been listening to the official podcast of xboxhub.com. You'll be able to find all the notes of this show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search the Xbox Hub on Facebook.